This my boy Perry Tools. I got him on the intro for episode 40 of the Black Frequency Podcast. Check out that boy new song, Perry Tunes, lovely. Shout out to Perry Tunes. Yo, 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 what's good, everybody? This your boy, Carlton Irvin, a.k.a. C. Smooth, host of the Black Frequency Podcast. I'm here for episode 40 with my co-host. I'm going to let him introduce himself, so go ahead. Nick Espinoza underscore 215. Check me out on Instagram. You already know. You know what I do. Let's go. So, um... Episode 40, it's crazy because I, I don't even have a title for it yet. I was thinking of a title, but I think I'm going to name it. Pronouns, pronouns, Ukraines, and niggas. No, <laughs> no. I, 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 <laughs> and look, no, don't get the, the title. Like, look, it's nothing bad. It's just, uh, it's just some of the topics. I usually try to name the titles based on the topics we're going to talk about so today we're going to talk about like the use of pronouns and how to um we're going to react to this clip of pronouns on the dr phil show and then we also want to react to some ukraine uh information and uh just certain topics so without further ado we're going to hit this uh, I don't, I'm sure I really don't know which topic I want to talk about first but I'm gonna go with the pronouns topic first because we're gonna hit that one first I think so I'm gonna share the screen real quick before we share the screen, I would want to say this is crazy because it's like I was literally on a hiatus for two months, right? And now we back full steam ahead. So two straight episodes dropping, and it's gonna be many more to come. Follow me on YouTube, Black Frequency Podcast, on uh, um Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Apple, iTunes. My co-host, you can follow him too. What's your what's your what's your info, uh Nick? Views podcast on YouTube and also my Instagram, Nick Espinoza underscore 215. Okay, cool. Now let's get to it. All right, I'm going to share the screen. We're going to go ahead. Um, and uh, I'm going to go to my profile real quick. As you see, y'all seeing all my, my, my business on my, my Instagram page. But, um, we still go have this Pornhub up there, guys. <laughs> we're going to go to this joint right here. And we're going to react to this because I saw this a couple days ago and I thought it was interesting. Uh, and I think a lot of people uh, can relate to what this guy is saying. So I'm going um, mm-hmm. to play this real quick. Let me turn the volume up a little bit. You want. I mean, I could sit here and say that I feel like a tomato plant, but that doesn't mean that I'm actually in those things. So your, your self-perception, you can have whatever self-perception you want, but you can't expect me 
to take part in that self-perception or to take part in this kind of charade, this theatrical production, you don't get your own pronouns, just like you don't get your own prepositions or your own, your own adjectives. You know, it's like if I were to tell you, my adjectives are handsome and brilliant. And no matter, whenever you're talking about me, you have to describe me as handsome and brilliant because that's how I identify. It makes no sense. You don't get your own pronouns. I think it's, it's delusion. It could be mental illness. It could be, it's, it's a lot of, with, with children, you know, there, there's also just a basic confusion that all kids have. When a four-year-old boy comes to you and says, oh, I'm a girl. Here's a good follow-up question. What is a girl? That's a question I would like to throw out to you know, other members of the panel, actually, because just like the four-year-old can't answer what is a girl. Well, this is one of the problems with this left-wing gender ideology is that no one who espouses it can even tell you what these words mean. It's like, what is a woman? Well, can you tell me what a woman is? No, I can't. What do you define a woman as? An adult human female. You know, here's the thing. When you're, when you're a female, it goes right down to your bones, your DNA. So that's why if someone dies, okay. we could dig up their bones 100 years from now. We have no idea what they believed in their head, but we can tell what sex they were because it's, in, it's down in, it's, it's ingrained in every fiber of their being. I have answered the question. You stood up here and said trans women are women. Yes. Tell me what you mean. What is a woman? Womanhood is something that, just as Ethan explained, I cannot define because I am not but myself. You used the word. So what did you mean when you said trans women are women if you don't know what it means? Right? So here's the thing. So I do not define what a woman is because I do not identify as a woman. Womanhood is something that is an umbrella term. It includes people that who... That describes what? People who identify as a woman. I identify as what? As a woman. What is that? What's to each their own. But listen, listen, listen. Tell me you what want the to reduce, means, so you want to reduce women, you want to reduce men down to maybe just their genetics, our genitals, no. our chromosomes, right? That's what you're what saying. You want to do is that's what you, what you want to do is appropriate women. You want to appropriate womanhood okay. and turn it into basically a costume that can be worn. Reality. So you can feel however mm. you want. I mean, I... So I think, me personally, um, this debate <laughs> was between... Uh, and, and and mind you, I do I do reactionary videos, so eventually one of these episodes are probably going to react to this video fully and full. But it's between Matt Walsh and uh and uh Addison Rose Vincent on a Doctor Phil show. But um, this guy like Matt Matt uh, Walsh, I think he he really he really explained it, and he explained how a lot of people feel because you know with the LBGTQ movement and everything like that and the pronouns and stuff like me personally i never got that shit and i refuse to like if somebody was to say you know uh i want you to address me as she or him or something like that and i know that you're like what is it a girl or a boy and you're not what you say you're i'm i'm not going to want to address you that way like you can't force somebody to make you identify with what you identify just because you want to be called that way. Like the guy said it plain and, and, and clear, like I can be a tomato plant if I identify that, but that doesn't make me a tomato plant. And um, I really think he shut this guy, Adam Rose down. Like, and it, it was, it was proper because these pronouns shit is so confusing and I ain't even going to lie. Like I'd be so fucking confused. Then it's like, you trying to, you trying to, if you bump into somebody that wants to be called that and you don't want to call them, then now you're homophobic, you're transphobic, you, you, you know, you're shaming the gay community. You're not for gay people. It's, it's just crazy. It's like, 
And I think we're getting to a point where people are tired of this shit. Like the people that, because people respect the LBGTQ. Like you got people that just hate them, but you got people that respect them, but they don't agree with these this pronoun shit. Like you're a man, even on that stage, you you, you say you don't identify as fucking uh woman or man. You're a fucking man. Like biology says that you're a man. You were born a man. It's not what is it? What do you say? It was like a, a umbrella term. No, it's not a fucking umbrella <laughs> term. You're a man, just like I'm a man. If I was born a woman, I would be a woman, but I'm a man. Like, so this pronoun shit is just getting way too out of hand for me, in my opinion. What you think about it, Nick? <laughs> well, first of all, everybody know me. I'm a head, so, so I'm going to point out the obvious. Bro, what the fuck was that on the screen? Period. Uh, long hair, bearded. That shit's so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm he sorry. Look, he look I'm an asshole. Look, look, he looked foolish. Uh, but and, and that's just me. But know, I ain't going to judge him based on his, his looks. No, though. If he no, want to no, look like I'm, that, I'm he not. can look yeah, like if that. If he want to look like that, he can look like that. That shit I mean, look foolish eye, to me, though. His, his eyebrows was on fleek, though. They were sharp, but I ain't going to lie. I can admit <laughs> that shit. But uh, that's just me cracking jokes, y'all. I'm always going to crack jokes at certain shit that look funny to me. It doesn't mean I'm, I'm really targeting you or anything like that. But um, in all honesty, the the other guy, he was right. Um, I I agree on one million percent because, like you said, you identify as as a tomato, and then you you gonna make somebody yeah oh yeah he's not a man or a woman he's a tomato like that shit don't add up yeah don't, don't make it up. it don't it it just don't work like and I remember I had this conversation with my daughters actually because they think um homophobic and everything that I said no I'm not homophobic and I said I said I hate that I have to say this but I said I was like I said you know how many gay friends your dad got I said yeah a lot of gay friends I said now this is situations where I'm like yo calm that shit down whatever but I had to break it down to him and I showed him this Ben Shapiro video about the basic things of there's only two genders you know it's man and woman you you could you could want to identify as whatever you want, but you can't deny the DNA that's in you that tells you if you're a man or a woman. Even if you had stuff surgically removed and all the other shit, but it still tell you if you was a man or a woman. I said, there's only two genders. There, there isn't no mixed genders and, and none of that. And I, and I had to break it down to my daughters. It's not that I have an issue with uh, LGBTQ. It's just that, like you said, these pronouns, and other shit you gotta identify as they, him, and shit like that. Like that shit will piss a, a person off. That's like just like a angle because I don't want to say a regular person because then it's gonna sound like I'm saying that you know transgender people aren't regular people. They regular folks too. So, but you know, just just it's just what I'm used to. It's either he or she, not them, they, or I identify as neutral. And all this other bullshit, like my whole alphabet is even fucked up. Like I can't even say my alphabet straight anymore because because of all these pronouns that they want and shit like that. And it may sound offensive, but that's, that's being reality. Like you got LGBTQ. I think there's an R now. I'm not sure. 
Like, what, what's next? Because eventually, I think that whole line might take the whole fucking alphabet. And and it's it's crazy because um, I was watching some videos like kind of like that 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 was on this topic, but like um, it wasn't quite this video, but it's like they be teaching like children at a young age to that you can have pronouns and you can associate as this and that. And like mm-hmm. the children, like I saw this video, the children went home, like these children in kindergarten went home and they told their parents what they was being taught. And the parents were like offended and like, like they were mad about it because it's like you getting these children at a young age, telling them they have to identify as that they can identify as that is confusing them. Like you got to understand that like these kids are young, like you, your, your brain's not fully developed, your brain really not fully developed, but until you probably hit maybe 2021 20, really like 18 i think for the males like 18 but sometimes like your brain develops throughout life and and yeah, like, and it's the level the level of understanding and then on top of his issue with that too because i agree with you on that first and foremost you're teaching my children that you don't have my permission to you're you're yeah. you're you're and and and, and i hate to say it like this but that's that's kind of a way of it's like pushing your own agenda instead of letting children be children. And that's yeah. the thing. Like when, when we was growing up and children for us, we, 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 we never really had to think about that or this, that, and third. But um, we let our parents let us be children. Yeah, they let, us be so children. let us be children. Play, get dirty play the game, wash up, eat, you know, all that. It's not, oh, hey, son, you're going to identify as a girl today? Hey, daughter, you're going to identify as a man today? No, it was none of that. Yeah, and, and now it's crazy. And, and, and I tell people this all the time because there are parents out there, and I think you spoke on this before previously in, in the episode before, where um, there are women that sit there and um, – Make sure, like, if they're a lesbian, make sure their daughters are going to be lesbians. I tell them this the right way, and this and third. Like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta let your let your child figure that out on their own. Be yeah, there to support them, but let them figure it out. But I don't think it's okay if you got a twelve year old or a five, six, seven year old that can sit there and say, "Yeah, I'm attracted to boys. I'm attracted to girls." You know what I mean? Or I'm attracted to girls, and it's and it's the opposite gender. It's the same gender, whatever the case be. I, I I just don't believe that. And it's crazy because it's so confusing that, like, when you say, like, when you confuse them at a young age, they think that they're attracted to certain people and they're not. And it's like, it's crazy because society be applauding, applauding parents and applauding kids for coming out as um, homosexual or coming out addressing themselves as certain things and stuff like that. But when uh, a man stands up, for um you know the right to raise this child or not even not even just a man but a parent in general a, a father a mother raise their child they get yeah they they raise their girl as a girl yeah as a woman and they get they get condemned for that and i think you get, the, you get the stink eye get the hawaiian stick and they look at you like you did something wrong yeah and it's like it's crazy how like you know they like and I, I mentioned this in the previous podcast uh like like episodes back you know how they will condemn people like Lil Boosie for speaking 
his his mind and his opinion on that whole D Wade situation. And um, but like you know, they applauded D Wade for um, you know, supporting his son and everything like that. And my my whole thing was like, at fourteen years old, thirteen, fourteen years old you're not fully developed to really make that decision. Like who's influencing you? Like some of the stuff you hear from like certain uh, children around the world and just what they be spreading is like really damaging. Like you're really not allowing children to be children. And um, mm-hmm. this whole pronoun things like it, it was pronouns. You can't like now, like uh, what you call, I, I, I meant to post this though, but Adele was criticized for saying that, um, she was accepting an award. And I think if I'm not mistaken, her quote was like, uh, I am glad to be a woman receiving this award. And they automatically shamed her on Twitter saying that she was being transphobic Man, or something like down. that. I'm fuck like, down. what? I'm so, sorry. so, so now, sorry. now you fuck can't be, that. now you can't, now you can't say that you're, now you can't even say that you're, you're glad to be a woman in this society. Like, mm-hmm. like our society is fucking jacked up right now. No, we, like, we, we, they jacked up, and we 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 don't got the right drugs right now. And, and everything, <laughs> everything, everything is like, and it's crazy because I mentioned this a couple times on my podcast because I see this constantly. Everything is kind of like a domino effect. If you really think about it, how um, how feminism came in, and it was it was it was at first about you know women's equal choice. Now it's kind of just about. Like, it seems like it leads to emasculation of men. I feel like a lot of men are being emasculated now. And then it's like they're trying to force our young men to choose certain shit to, like, take their masculinity down. Like, kids be so influenced by certain shit, they don't even know that they not doing something that's like, like, doing something that's, like, not to their nature. Like, it's it's just crazy, like. No, nah, I agree with you because here's one of the best things my mom ever did for me. And, and, and this is why I truly appreciate my mom so much. Um, when it came to religion, now my mom, she was brought up Catholic. But she didn't never force us to be Catholic, Christian, Muslim, or anything like that. The only thing my mom told us is, you know when you write, you know, you'll know when you're wrong. But also, she said, I'm going to tell you that there's a God and you'll find your way to it one way or another. And she left it at that. She never sat there and said, you got to be Catholic, you got to go here and this, that, and third. No, she said, I'm not going to judge you on whatever religious choice you make. But she said, all I'm going to tell you is like, yo, there is a God or a supreme being, as others would say, and eventually you'll figure it out and you'll find your way. I worship said, um, tomato plant Jesus. My <laughs> man. <laughs> it's like, no, let me stop. <laughs> Dumbass, I worship tomato plant Jesus. But now it's like, it's like hard to really like, you know, nah, it, you're it, you're fighting against forces out there as a parent, like no, because look, my look, my daughter told me she has uh, my daughter's twelve. She has a twelve year old friend that says she's a lesbian, and I told my daughter, I said she don't know what the fuck she's talking about. And my daughter's like, 
you're phobic, you're transphobic, you're phobic. I said, no, she don't know what the fuck she talking about. I said, she not even being a kid. I said, yeah, I said, let me explain something. You see all this shit y'all got on TV now and everything else? I said, all that shit wasn't on TV when we was there. We didn't have all these stupid-ass reality TV shows and all this other bullshit that you're seeing. We just had fucking cartoons, fucking Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Digimon, mm-hmm. fucking uh, uh, Captain Planet and shit. See, we had we had Ninja Turtles, Street Sharks, and all that. So, uh, like, Dragon Ball Z, still a Dragon Ball Z out here today, thank God. Mm-hmm. But um, I, said, I told her, I said, we had a lot of different stuff. And I said, Y'all were outside more. I said, and this generation? Y'all motherfuckers inside on the iPad, on the iPhone, and YouTube. You know what I'm saying? I you want to know, not to mm-hmm. cut you off, but when you when you when you talk about like your daughters and stuff, I find it it's crazy because like even when I like talk to my nieces, I realize how how um gullible and influence um young females can be when they hear this stuff because some of the stuff that like i heard coming even out of my niece's mouth i i'll be like what like what yeah like, yeah what? like and <clears throat> and now it's like, about, like what it's like it's hard to be like because even when you're put, not putting your foot down but even when you're telling certain stuff as a as a as a guy and your perspective sometimes it can even get misconstrued by like the society so jacked up like even Mm -hmm. even even you know your significant other spouse might not agree with how you said something even though you feel like you're right or something like that but like it's like i'll be listening sometimes to my nieces and i just be like yo my thing be like you like you have to really research this shit like don't just follow something because somebody said it or it sounds good to you because what they do in the media is they play off of, uh they play off of female emotions and feelings and they be getting the females behind all of the top causes out there that if you look in the lbgt movement it's a bunch of it's like a lot of females there's a, there's a lot of females that be behind that uh, movement. Feminism, you know, females be behind that heavy and everything like that. The advertisement, they got the females. Like, you, you know, you, you'll you see commercials where it'd be like dudes looking dumb out here and the females kind of correcting them and everything like that. And it's like, even like, and I, I never really mentioned this, but when I saw the movie Encanto, that movie was a good movie and everything. But one thing I noticed in the movie was even though it was a good movie, it was a little sing-along John. I enjoyed it. They had like um the females in like you can't huh? You said what? Not you can't tell. Oh, is it, oh in Kanto, but they had like the females like still said it wrong. They had like the roles reversed where like the females were like in a position of power and like the men were dumb and goofy and shit like that. And um I just feel like you know the roles are like subliminal, not subliminal, but like they're trying to force the roles to be reversed. And now it's like, you know, we just be living in a society where we say something, man. That should be like, no, nah, nigga, no. <laughs> like, but yeah, it, it's crazy because with this topic, you can really go deep and down inside the rabbit hole and shit and really like. 
You get canceled like a motherfucker. I mean, if you think about it, man, oh, well, some real I, shit. I, 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 I like, I'm not, I, I'm not worried about being canceled or anything like that because you want to know how I see it. Your voice can't be stopped. No matter if you, this podcast can blow up to have millions of followers and subscribers, and they look back on these past episodes, and somebody will always have something to say because when your voice is out there, you're going to affect a lot of people, and a lot of people might agree with you, and a lot of people are going to disagree with you. But you can't, I don't really believe that somebody can be canceled. The only thing I believe is that somebody can um, say an opinion that can affect that person on a financial level. But when they say cancel, they, I think they mean as in a term of like, they don't want that person to speak no more, or they don't want to hear them on any platform. If that's the case, I don't think you can be canceled. Like, but having your finances taken away from you or like having your money slow up because of something you did, I don't really think that's just being canceled. I just think that's like, being kind of blackballed. Yeah, so so overall, with, with that video you played, uh, I'm actually going to look for, like, the whole thing. I want to watch yeah, the whole episode. I, I do, too. I was actually watching it earlier think, today because uh, I, I was going to break it down for real, think, for real. Yeah, I think it's real dope, but the dude definitely did have some solid points, and once again, you've seen another person shut up um, and because they know it's the truth. Because they know it's the truth, right? Like, like and, you just and, and, and the thing is, like, look, here's the thing, real shit. I don't have an issue with LGBTQ, and I think it's R. I, I don't know if it is or not, but I don't have an issue with it. But it's just certain things, like y'all just gotta chill with, like, like. And, and here's the thing, like I, I tell people this all the time, and even even I had conversations uh, with my gay friends and shit and everything and other friends, whatever, you know, they'll sit there and be like, yo, no, sometimes people just take that shit overboard and they need to chill the fuck out. Like, just just be who the fuck you are. Like, no one really cares. It's just be cool. Like, if you, I mean, just be who you are. It don't, it, it, it don't really fucking matter. It really doesn't. Like, like, I, me personally, how I look at it, it's just like, I never cared about your sexual orientation. If you cool, then what's up? That's yeah, it. I'm like, I'm like, and it's a lot. Does. It's a lot. It's a lot of people. It, no, my friend, I ain't gonna say a lot. Majority of people out there that are like that, they don't care what you are, long as you cool. We good. Like even if you was a that's how alien, that's how it be. Yeah, yeah, even if you was an alien, like you came down from out of space. I done like you ain't trying to kill us. I'm like, yeah, what's up? We cool. That's what's up. We cool. We love. Like I done, like, I done, it. I done, I done, I smoked weed with a gay person before. I ain't look at it like you know. Some people look at it, you smoke weed with a gay person. Yeah, I smoked weed with a gay person. He was cool though. But nah, they uh, probably had a million jokes on that you done. <laughs> yeah, people, people yeah. had, people had yeah, like I, a million I, jokes. So tell, tell me this, but, I, I'm pretty sure someone said, "Yo, and this is a joke." Yeah, I already know where you're going offense. with it. They're like, "Yo, yeah, another man's <laughs> dick on you." <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard I heard that, uh, but I mean, like, I knew the boy. The boy, the boy was cool with everything, so I ain't even really think about it like that. Because if you really think about it, like, even when you you smoking with a female or something, or you smoking with dudes that you yeah, don't think might she, be straight or anything, you uh, don't know. You, you just, don't know where they uh, lips been. And like oh, right. at the same time, right. I could have, I could have, I could have. 
I could have in my lifetime smoked with dudes I thought was straight and they probably done some crazy shit I never knew about. Like, yeah. so, I mean, like... They, they could have ate ass and somebody burned their mouth now, and they just now me, with you. Now, now, me right now, where I'm at in life, like, I wouldn't do that right now because um, I just don't, like, if I got to smoke, I don't really smoke with a lot of people. I smoke by myself or, shit, I'll smoke with you if I had to. But, um, like, but if you cool, you cool. And I was something was just on my mind that I wanted to say uh, that I can't remember exactly <laughs> the fuck i was about to say um see i i was about to say something i was gonna say um something about um shit fuck it i'll remember it i'm trying to remember what the yeah, fuck i was come, about yeah, to say come, yeah, come, yeah, I, look before we end this show it, it, it'll probably come back it, it, it probably will pop up i'm trying to i'm trying to and i just had it on the tip of and i knew i was gonna forget that shit but Ladies it's cool, and though. gentlemen, this is an example <laughs> of what you call a brain freeze or a brain fart. Now his, in his mind, he just everywhere. And he's wow. cleaning it up right now, so he's, he's, he'll figure it out. Yeah, so. <laughs> My brain's but, still farting. Yeah, but we but gonna, dude, we, definitely, you go to the next, John. Dude definitely yeah, has we gonna, solid points. He proved this point. We're going we gonna, we gonna to go to the next, the next topic. Let's share the screen again. Uh, I identify as a tomato. Yeah, tomato Jesus. I'm gonna go to this uh thing because I wanted to talk about this. I actually made a video about this. I would react to my own video, but I'm not gonna react to my own video. I'm just gonna play this video right here with the uh Ukraine stuff. In Kiev, the eerie wail of sirens, day two of Putin's war on Ukraine. The Russian army advancing quickly in the city of more than three million. Overnight rockets struck a residential apartment block. Ukraine's President Zelensky addressed the nation. The enemy has listed me as target number one. They want to destroy the country, he says. As missiles strike the capital, the city's metro stations turned into bomb shelters. This is still a functioning metro station, yet for so many people here, it's the only place they can go when the sirens go off. Nastia Gianti and her 13-year-old sister ran here as soon as they heard the sirens. Their parents made it to another shelter. If you worry something happens that you're not together. Yeah. Of course, we're in touch every half hour, she says. Everyone will be traumatized after this. The children will be most traumatized. The war is being played out in near real time on social media. Please bring the friend. This Snapchat video shot at the main railway station in the capital. Situation becomes very bad here. All people want to go from here. military, that center of Kiev. Maxim Shmerkovsky, one of the professional dancers on Dancing with the Stars, posted from Ukraine on his Instagram account. This is going to be very, very bad. Very bad. This is going to escalate to extreme proportions. Posts show the reality of war, documenting the conflict, the damage, and the dead. This post showing the chilling sight of Russian tanks positioned outside the nuclear power plant at Chernobyl. Back at the metro station in Kiev, Three friends making the best of a bad situation. When the siren sounded, they brought their cat, sleeping bags, and food. They say they're ready if the Russian troops arrive. I want freedom like it was before. It was in Russia. Russia is like North Korea. A country that takes pride in its freedom. Fighting to make sure it's not taken away.
People here are arming themselves. The government is giving away thousands of weapons, including AK-47s. People are being encouraged to fight for their country. Savannah. Aaron McLaughlin in the Capitol. Thank you very much. This morning in Kiev, the eerie wail of sirens. Day two of Putin's war on Ukraine. The Russian army advancing quickly in the city of three million. Overnight rockets struck a residential apartment block. President Zelensky addressed the nation. The enemy has listed me as target number one. They want to destroy the country. Yeah, you can stop, John. Metro station turned into bomb shelters. Oh, we replayed. This is still a fun. Yeah. Um, it's crazy because I I made a video about that. Um, and I made a video. I was in my car earlier, and I made a video. And it was titled, um, Are We Still Human? And um, I realized, like, with this whole Ukraine situation, it's like, I feel like years ago, I probably wouldn't really care about it. But I guess as I got a little older, a little more wiser, a little, my perspective on things has changed a little bit, right? So I made a video that said, Are We Still Human? And um, I realized because I was I was uh, talking to my son earlier and I just asked him, um, what did he think about the Ukraine situation? He kind of like shrugged it off. And I just was like, damn. And like the age of social media and stuff like that. Sometimes I felt like, you know, we get like, and just social media and technology, we get desensitized to what's going on in the world around us because like we all are the human race. Like if you, you, you know, fuck being black, white, Hispanic, Asian, whatever race you are, like we all connect as human beings because we all one thing. So when I see stuff like this, like the crew, the Ukraine and the Russia thing, it makes me sad. And it really makes me sad because um, you see the videos of uh, parents um, trying children. to protect their children, uh, hiding mm-hmm. in shelters. I saw videos of... Um, Russian um, helicopter shooting missile at civilian complexes um, and uh, kids crying and stuff like that. It's, it's like really fucking sad. I saw a video earlier before we started the podcast. This um, Russian military tank uh, went out its way to hit this, like to crush this car, like a person that was driving, like to crush the car. Mm-hmm. And, and surprisingly, the, uh, the person actually survived after being after being ran over by a tank like um so it's like you know the world right now we in like i'm not sure how many people in america really care about it because we look at it as we not being directly affected by it but we are being directed and like we humans at the end of the day no matter if you live in africa afghanistan iraq russia germany britain uk whatever like we could still identify with that because even I know it'd be countries and and people hate in the US, but if that was happening to the US, people around the world will feel bad. Like mm-hmm. no matter, like because we humans at the end of the day, and it's like I do think people should pay more attention to what's going on around the world. Cause the thing about it is we're living like this is we're millennials, right? So this is really our first time actually seeing a war play out in front of our eyes no no no. yes it is because think about it look 
we, we, we had the Iraq war too. They said the war on terrorism. Look, that was not a fucking war. That that was a fucking slaughter. They just really ran and like Iraq wasn't trying to fight that. The the US just ran. That wasn't they they said that was a war on terrorism. Everybody know if you want to go into the conspiracy theories, like we kind of was talking about earlier this week, that yeah. wasn't really a true war. They just well, no, did it, that it was, to kind was, of scapegoat. They, I, the U.S. had, I, you know, it was a cover. I feel, up. yeah, I feel like the U.S. had up. some attentions behind that. I don't necessarily think it was a war because we wasn't compete. Like Iraq couldn't compete with us. Like it, Iraq, no, no, no. is a bunch they, of they, bunch of rocks over there. Like Cedric the Entertainer said. He was like, you know, what did he say? He was like, it's a bunch whoa, of rocks. I got a correction on that. It's uh, actually rocks and Iraq, buildings. Iraq, Iraq is actually a beautiful country. It uh, probably is. I've never been there, but it probably is. Don't, yeah, don't, don't. Look, it may have its desert parts and everything. Nigga, have you stuff. been there? No, but I got friends. Then how are you going to say no, it's listen, a No, 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 listen, listen, listen. I have friends that have been there. I have friends that <laughs> served in Iraq two times, okay? And they showed me pictures of Iraq. I said, wait a minute, this is Iraq? He said, yeah. He said, all they're going to show you is the war torn party. And he showed me other pictures. He said, no, it's a beautiful place out there. Like, and it's insane. He said, he showed me a picture of one of uh, Iraq malls. And I was just, I said, yeah, I'm Most, most countries like, do see beautifully, but we they, just they never really. They're beautiful. We're never going to know a, unless not we a, yeah, see it's it not a with our own eyes. Because what the, what the media portrays, and it's never going to be a tourist destination. You know what I mean? But with this whole thing with Ukraine and Russia, like, it's pissing me off because I've been seeing a lot of memes about the war and that's that's unfolding in there. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, like, internet punks, to all them internet punks out there, your mothers, your fathers are fucking bitches, okay? Because first and foremost, they out there making jokes about these memes and and with these memes and stuff, and I'm looking, I'm like, yo, it's fathers, mothers, daughters, sons, aunts, uncles, you name it, families in general that are in the crosshairs of something they have nothing to do with. They're just people that's going to work. There are people that are just trying to make a living. Like, this is insane. And, uh, like, I'm pretty sure this, if this continues, we might be entering World War Three. Oh yeah, I meant to, we, I meant we, to say we that. May, yeah, like we may just be doing that, and 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 a lot of us might be getting suited up. And, and the crazy thing not, about like, it is, they just this uh, is good. They they um they um um Poland actually just um a couple hours ago sent ammunition to Russia. I mean, no, 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 not Russia to Ukraine to help them out. And mm-hmm. Poland is a part of. The, the NATO treaty, uh, the, the NATO alliance, and I think yeah. Russia Russia is a part of it as well. If I'm no, not, Russia's not a part right? of Russia's not a part of it. Oh yeah, Russia, yeah, yeah. Russia that's that's why that's why that's why that yeah, because that's why Russia mad because I think uh, Ukraine joined the NATO. And no, they they didn't join yet. They they have high interest in joining. They, yeah, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. They they haven't. And and, and Russia Russia still sees like Ukraine as their own even though they they're not they, they're they're yeah, an independent they, country yeah they won their independence back in 91 or 92 yeah, I believe. yeah. but like I'm not what mistaken. you said like if if russia gets mad because russia said that vladimir putin said that it would be strict consequences none i mean uh in which 
history has never seen if a, comp- that, that, a, company, that a country this, joins this, that, and, what and that helps them out. This. Let me tell you something. What, what I honestly think that means is that if the U.S. get in, yeah. any other country get in mm-hmm. it. I, and I really think look, it was for look, the U.S. Look, I think yeah, that was a direct I, I, shot to the I United think it, States. Yeah. If y'all get involved, we launching them missiles at y'all asses. We ready. And another thing also, I read something. I don't know how true this is, but I got a news alert. It said China made a move on uh, Taiwan as well. No, they said that um, they were um, they Taiwan had to warn them to get um, their um, their their aircraft out of their space. They had like yeah, nine, nine uh, planes that invaded their airspace. And I find it ironic that's going that happens shortly after this. And my thing is like I tell people all the time, look, I love my country, but our country isn't perfect. We may look good. But we're the bullies still. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, let, let's be real. Be realistic. We're bullies too. But the thing is, so that's why we always have a target on our back wherever we go because of what our government does. Um, and one thing I do think, if this escalates even more, there could be a strong chance that China and Russia unite, and then we really mm-hmm. got a problem. But the thing about China it don't is, like us that much. Like, like <laughs> Russia, Russia, the United States has allies too. Uh, but oh, no, we got at, allies. But at the end of the day, you don't, you don't, you don't want to see um, these countries going to war in general because war, war is is a very sad thing, and it's like you know. Um, but w- like you said, we might be headed to world World War Three because if if the the Russia attacks Poland for helping out. <laughs> According to the NATO treaty, if a uh, if a member if a uh, I think a a country attacks any members in the NATO or something like that, they all will respond. Yeah, I think I think what you call I really I, I gotta search it up, but I do think Russia is a part of the NATO. No, Russia's not part of NATO. If Russia was part of NATO, then trust me, they wouldn't be doing it right now. It's gonna be like eight con- countries possibly attacking Russia if they attack Poland. Russia, actually, I'll look it up real quick because I forgot what Russia is actually part of. But it's it's just a crazy scenario, man. I, I do think people just need to wake up and and be like be aware of what's going on because um everything ain't about us, like in terms of like everything ain't about us, 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 you, 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 me, me, me. Like there's people out here dying and shit and trying to protect their kids. And the crazy thing about it is, you know, um I saw videos over there. The president is fighting on the front lines with them too. Their own president. He's dressed up in bulletproof gear, fighting with Vlad, the army. Uh, I think the Vlad, president Vlad, of Ukraine. Vladimir Vladimir Klitschko's over there too. And um, they actually, you can tell. I, I'm guessing their country really treat them right because it's people over there fighting. They said that um, the men had to uh, say goodbye to their um family because men that were 18 to 60 are forced mm-hmm. to fight for the country yeah got no well this is this country's rules and everything so i get it but it seemed like they want to though and there's nothing wrong with yeah. that i've seen some nah, videos they, they, they seem like they, they, they want to they're, 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 they, look the people the people in ukraine obviously they're they're proud 
of their nation. They're proud of their country. And I mean, looking at the images I see in Ukraine, they got it looks but before you know the you see the explosions, so it looks like a nice place to be honest with you. Yeah. It don't look bad. Um but yeah, it, it, it's going to be sad. And I do think we're on the brink of World War III. Here's, and, and here's the thing. like China has to choose its sides wisely. Because if China was to back Russia, even though they, uh, that's basically what it seems like. I don't think they're backing Russia. But if they were, China would be in for some shit, too. But I yeah. wouldn't doubt. I wouldn't doubt either countries. And the thing is, I tell people this: you see how Russia made that move on Ukraine. Mm-hmm. I said pretty soon, and people think think that I'm crazy for saying this. I said us as Americans, we're so fucking lazy that we wouldn't realize that we're about to get an uh, inside attack from something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I tell people all the time: I say you got to think about it, yo. No one hasn't really attacked U.S. soil in a minute. I said, World War, if there's another World War III, and well, another World War, basically. I said, we're, we're going to be in the trenches soon. I don't we're think that, get, like, I don't th- like, you know what? I'm not saying that we, we can't be I think, over here, no, I think I don't Russia think got, nobody. Russia got the balls to do it. And they, they Russia do. can do it. They got the balls. They'll do it. Trust me. You see what they're doing in Ukraine, so don't, don't think Russia ain't got the balls to sit there and be like, you know what, yo, but last Ukraine ain't over the there, US because Ukraine ain't the U.S., but the one thing you, you don't need, to, you don't, they don't need to get in war anyway, because between the U.S. and Russia alone, they have enough nukes to destroy the world. Yeah, uh, they both So up. you definitely, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, Russia has like 100 more nukes in the U.S., but the crazy thing is, like, the, the U.S., is like the strongest military force in the world. Their navy is un, unrivaled. Like uh, the na- the U.S. Navy is the largest uh, fleet personnel in the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're trying to make, if I'm not mistaken, they're trying to make at least like 500 something more fleets by the year three, not 3,000, uh, 2030 or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, and, to, uh, to, and, and real quick, to all my brothers and sisters out there that are in uniform for the united states military services i salute y'all we salute y'all we appreciate y'all one million percent y'all always got our love and support yeah i agree from the black frequency podcast and i know it's crazy because when you just think about soldiers in the u.s and soldiers around the world that have to follow these orders they they can't they got families too that they trying to make it back home to and some of them, they want to make it home they, to a birthday, yeah. make it home to a Christmas, a Fourth of July cookout. They want to make it home to yeah. something. And, and some of them won't make it home, and that's the sad reality of war. Um, mm-hmm. So even if we get a situation where it's World War Three, it's going to be millions of soldiers that die. Yeah, um, pretty, and, pretty and much. And I'm hoping it's not, but the way I think, I think like in every generation, you're probably going to see either a crazy disease breakout that's going to wipe out people or it's going to be a war that breaks out and right now this i feel like this is the first war like world war three might happen in our generation like right now we 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 still in our youth in a way but we might be talking about we in our this golden ages 65 70 years old 
talking about coming back to this podcast, talking about how we said that it's probably going to be a war and we probably witnessed in the first stages of it because there's no way that the U.S. is going to constantly sit back if, if stuff get out of hand. Well, no, and that's going to think, and it's and and, and you got to remember too. See, social, and this is I, I even hate to say this, but social media is going to play a big part of World War Three. Twitter, Facebook, that that's there. There, those two, see that the they're going to play. You're going to see everything that that you know you. <laughs> oh man, oh man, though he was nice. Drop the mic. I've been, I look, I've been a little clumsy with the fucking audio this podcast episode. Yeah. I've been bumping shit. <laughs> and now mm-hmm. I just that shit go, you're gonna hear that shit bang in the background. Oh, fuck. Yeah, but no, um we're we're gonna see some shit. And it's gonna be just as you imagine. When you think about World War II, World War One, all the wars before, we never saw and the images that you're going to see and with social media posts and everything, because it's going to be people there. We're going to witness a lot of shit that we're going to be like, no, <laughs> you don't yeah. want that. We don't want war no more. Me personally, I'm, I'm not for war. I believe in defending my country. Yes, this is where I live, even though sometimes it's as Anthony Andrews said in, in, in Blackish, you know, sometimes the country don't got my back, I still got it, you know. But um, I just, I, I, I'm praying because I got kids, even if I didn't have kids, war is something that's, that's, it's a one way thing. Mm-hmm. It's seek, kill, destroy. That's it. It's, it's not, oh, surrender, you surrender, we still won't kill you. It's like, it's it's horrible. It's horrible no matter what country it is. It's something we never want to do, never want to get in with. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I, my prayers are with Ukraine. And like I said, the internet punks out there, it ain't nothing but a fucking bunch of bitches. And that's exactly what the fuck y'all are. Because making these memes up about this, they even made a memes, memes about... Uh, transgenders they said well and 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 uh <laughs> and shit was funny i ain't gonna lie i laughed at it. it was stupid though but um they had the russian tank on top and then it had the united states tank at the bottom and they said us or them mm. and they're going to war and shit and i said you know what i said this fucked up i said i see what they're saying and i'm just like Yo, all these, even though it may have been funny, made you laugh, like, oh shit. Like, but the shit gotta stop because the war is, the war is no joke. It's, it's no joke. None at all. And this is why I tell people, yo, a lot of people ask me why I really don't complain. And this is a prime example. You're about to have kids that's waking up to bombs or waking up to explosions, evasions and shit like that. Us as Americans, even though we may grow grew up in the hood and everything, we blessed to be able to do that. When we yeah. consider when we consider other things that goes on across the world, we're truly blessed to be able to fucking complain. So I really don't complain because I know somewhere there's 
a kid getting stolen in the middle of the night. There's a, a village getting taken over. Uh, there's a bomb being dropped somewhere that's not even reported on any news outlet and being hushed about. You know, there's countries that's still low-key getting invaded and taken over. You know, and this family's dying every day. You know, they don't even get a chance to even complain. Like, I, I could complain right now if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. So, so, so I tell people this, when you see shit like this, you need to be humble, blessed, and realize, like, yo, that could be you over there. It could. It could be anybody that, at that any could, given that, time. That could be at anybody know. any given time. And then know. that makes you sit there and think about what the fuck you doing with your life. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> like, these people want to do something with their lives. And now that shit is it's about to be upended because of some stupid shit they can't get over. Like, come on, man. Prayers. Prayers for Ukraine. But I'm up. Um, I'm about to go on to the next topic. I'll just uh, close this drawing out by saying that um, I hope uh, eventually that this war gets settled quickly and nobody has to jump in and um, eventually escalate to World War III because uh, as a world, we don't want that. You don't need the top powers fighting against each other and smaller countries fighting against each other. You just don't need that. So um, I'm hoping that all this stuff uh, gets situated and Ukraine can re- recover from um, all this damage that has been done. And I'm hoping Russia can back out and stop doing what they're doing. But uh, I don't see that happening. But I'm just hoping that eventually um, this gets all settled within the next couple of days, uh, hopefully weeks, months, whatever. I just It just needs to be settled. But I'm going to let's go to the next topic right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting upset. <laughs> you you getting upset. I'm getting upset thinking about it. It's horrible. Yeah. All right. So we're going to go to this drone right here. Um, we was actually kind of talking about something like this earlier. So um, we're going to talk about this real quick. I ask you what your thoughts are on the N-word and like the use of that in rap music. Because obviously as a white person, I've been brought up never to ever use that word. But a lot of the music I listen to says it 20 times in every song. So I wanted to know what your thoughts are on that and like whether you think it's a word that's become obsolete or whether you think that there are negative consequences on the fact that it's so widely used. I do. I do. I very much do. I used to be someone who used the word all the time, as some of you may or may not know. I came to a stage in my life where one of my oldest said to me, you're better than that. And I started reading a bit more. I started studying the history of the word. I started looking at the brutality that had been underpinned by this word. Let me be clear. I'm not against people using the word. I'm just against the stupid idea that it's now become a term of endearment. It hasn't. It has so much blood attached to it. For me, it means what it's always meant. It is a term of white supremacist genocide. It is a, uh, a word that says African people are not human. It was a way of reducing people to subhuman status, which led to, as I've said, to people being put in zoos or public lynchings in America, where someone could literally be barbecued in public and people thought it was perfectly acceptable to bring their child, give their child a day of school to come and watch a person be barbecued in public. Rail systems would operate special lynching day rail cards. After the lynching, there'd be postcards with the dead person on front of it. They'd send out as souvenirs. So this is the history behind that word. If we look at early hip hop, when hip hop was a bit more independent, when hip hop was owned a bit more by the black community, we see that hip hop was completely offensive to everyone. You would say cracker, they'd say honky, they'd say nigger. You'd have Ice Cube making inappropriate songs like Black Korea. You'd have songs, that NWA songs that were about killing black people. Hip-hop was just completely like punk. It was just offensive to everyone. But someone decided somewhere it was no longer acceptable to say cracker and honky and those kind of words, but nigger was okay. 
And for me, when we look at who owns hip hop, most definitely made a song called Old White Men is running this rap shit. It's called The Rape's Over. It was on a, a beat, the same beat that Jay-Z made the takeover on. And that song was taken off of his album without his label telling it because he criticized white corporate ownership of hip hop. He said some tall Israelis running this rap shit. And that was taken to be anti-Semitic. Leo Cohen is tall and he's Israeli. It's a statement of fact. It wasn't anti-Semitic. Like, that's who's in charge of rap. It's not black people. Um, and so I think that the use of that word has become, to me, very gimmicky, has become a dangerous way of glossing over the reality of what it was to be black in America. And certainly for me, as someone whose mother's white, I don't understand the motivation for white people to want to use the word. When people are like, oh, but why can't I use it? I'm white. Like, First of all, why do you feel oppressed by that? I'm confused. And knowing the history, why do you want to call your black friend nigga? Let's just deal with that for a minute. Because my mum's white and she's never had the desire to say, look at my little nigga son. So I'm confused why people want to use the word. Now, black people can figure out for ourselves whether or not we think it's intelligent to continue using the word. But why are young white kids like, oh, I just want to call, I just want to. This comes back to your question a little bit. This perverse sort of blackness is just a bit dangerous and it's a bit sexy and it's a bit violent. Ooh, can I say nigga, can't I? It's a little bit of that, yeah? But I don't think a song called Honkies in Harlem would get on Radio 1. But niggas in Paris will. We've got... Did you start to develop feeling? <laughs> I'm going to let you start off. What you think? Nah, he, uh, I remember that video. Uh, and it kind of goes back to, you know, our whole argument. And, and then he pointed out something. He made, this is a uh, segment of Nick's takes, Nick's unorthodox, unorthodox segment. <laughs> saying, no, no, <laughs> So look, no, like, just my, my, <laughs> but no, so look, like my whole thing is that um he's right. Yeah, what does what what makes a white person want to say the N-word, right? And my thing is my whole thing is like, all right, we grew up in the hood. All we heard was nigga, 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 nigga this, still nigga that, nigga that. And we still hear it today. Mm-hmm. And 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 I get everything he said and everything, but also I would point out where he said stated that is we he said blacks made it a, as a tried to you know as a term of endearment right, and I also seen a post from Charlemagne the God he said then said we should have never did that, mm-hmm. which I agree with you know what I mean and and. And that was my whole point. I was, you know, in our long ass debate. Um, so my thing is, should the N-word be banned? I think so. I think it should be banned on every rap song, but it's not gonna happen. But he may also made a point. Niggas in Paris will sell without an issue. Hunkies in Paris won't sell. Yeah, I mean, they, they and they won't and they'll block you from saying hunkies in Paris, but niggas in Paris are like, okay, it's cool, we could uh sit there and do that. So, like, my whole take is with the n word in general and, and just it being used, like, I really don't give a fuck no more at this point because I've seen Asians call each other niggas, white people call each other niggas. I see, I didn't see. Canadians call each other niggas. Like every race on this fucking planet almost call each other niggas. Like, especially if you grew up in the hood. I know I know the little punks out in the suburbs be doing the same shit, but you know, like 
certain I think shit, deep down, it's, it's 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 just like you can't. And he, they also made that point, and, and you made this point too. You know, I think it was you or not, it was one of y'all. And y'all basically said, you know, you don't know when you hear from a white person if it is as a friend, friendly, like as we would say, yo, what's up, my nigga, versus a white person saying, you like, yo, you saying, are you being offensive to me? Or, you know, you got a million questions because you just, you wouldn't know. You know what I mean? So I do, I agree with that, and I understand that. Overall, I think the word shouldn't be used, but at the same time, if, if we going if we gonna keep using it and 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 putting it in culture, because you gotta remember, hip hop is a black thing, but uh, as they say, it's a black thing started in the Bronx and everything like that. But hip hop evolved. Hip hop is the world now. You gotta think about it. You got hip hop is all over the world. I seen this Arabian kid spitting facts. I'm talking about in Iraq, Palestine. All over the world. That it's all over the world now. Like our culture, and that's what some people don't realize. Need our culture. We accomplished a lot with hip hop. We are all over the world. So we kind of help with that N word being all across the world. You know what I'm saying? Like the thing, the thing, the thing about it is, it, it's like. I just thought about it, and when you when you were saying that, um, so many people widely, well, the video saying so many people widely use, use it, and you heard people say this that wasn't like a black race and stuff like that. My thing is now it's like if a person can use it and they will use it in front of their their friends, but when they get around a black person and they refrain from using it and they know it's wrong to use don't deep down that kind of seems like they might be a little racist in a way because it's uh, like it's like and I, then it's like you comfortable to use it around like it's like do you kind of want to be black or something like that because like when i think about it now it's like well hold, hold, let me stop right there because you gotta realize too a lot of a lot of folks do want to be black yeah. That's a proven, that's they want to be fact. black, but they don't. They don't. They don't want to. But they don't want to be black. They want to be black, but they don't want to be. They don't want to be black. Right. Yeah. Like so that that's how that is. Um. Yeah. I, I, the reason, yeah that's that's how I say that. The reason why people want to be black, uh, is because you you got You're the cool physical. You got the physical genetics. You got the swag to go. Every black person got some type of swag, even if they missing on certain areas. We all got a little swagger to us, the way we walk, the way we talk, the way we associate, not associate, but the way we communicate with other um, other people of our race. Shit, we've, and even with the nigga word, we've made that a swag in our way, even though we know how it was used, it could be used bad and stuff, but we've made that our own. So it's like, you know, I just think that like um so going, in a way, in a way, based off what you said, we're kind of like uh pioneers, leaders in certain points and areas where a lot of people get offense at. Yeah, but you know what's crazy? Black people don't see the word nigga as offensive. And 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 now a lot like, of people don't. A lot of black folks yeah, don't like, when, and, when they hear when they hear the word, see, here's the big issue with the use of nigga. Here's the big issue. And and this is what I noticed. 
there are other folks that are not black that are offended by it. They're more offended by it than what we are. You want blank, bro. They're they're offended, they're they're offended by a word more than we are. Like if I was walking out in public and a dude uh came up to me and was like, What's up, nigga, and shit like that, or something like that. Man, you have white people before like, oh my god, you're so racist. And and, and, and you know what I mean? I done seen plenty of videos like that. It's white people get more offended about the word than what we do now. And and the thing is, because I think. In, in, in the culture we have, we just like, man, fuck it. Like, it is what it is. Like, it's, I'm not gonna, allow, like, for me personally, I'm not gonna allow a word to determine who I am. I know who I am. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I'm just like, uh, I don't care that the word's used. I don't care that other races use it. As long as you don't use it, as a racial term and and, and this that, and third like for me i'm offended when you say nigger yes people i said it nigger i am offended when you say now, the earth we talked about this now and we don't have to get into the, the whole loud debate we had but i, I get now, what that was saying funny. like yeah, i'm I, offended I, that <clears> way but <throat> it's it's i don't it's want just like i don't want people so, from other races using the word period but yeah, um I, I, I don't need it but like like and I just only, don't care no more now. And the only reason I say that is because I know as a black person, like I t- we said earlier, I won't go into anybody else's. I won't uh, be hanging out with a whether any other ethnicity, and I won't call them der- derogatory terms because nigga is not the only derogatory term in the world. And like, oh, yeah, there's a lot talking, of words like, other other people ethnicities use derogatory terms to address their own race. It might not mm-hmm. be widely as popular as the the nigger word, but it happens. But I know damn well I'm not calling. I'm not calling no no no. I'm not going to Hunting Park and calling somebody a wetback or a spit. There you go. I was about to say yes, spit. No, they used to they used to call they used to call they call Puerto Ricans yeah wetbacks because they they used to say well, that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's not right. And I know damn well I won't call. I, I'm not going. Look, I'm a, I'm probably gonna fuck around, and get beat the fuck up, shot or stabbed, or even worse, whatever yeah, whatever is in somebody's yeah. mind. And I'm, I'm not trying to go right. through that. <laughs> but see, it does. But look, it, 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 but look, here's the here's the thing though. That's where it it all comes down on us though. To be honest with you, it comes down to us because we made the word so acceptable. Everyone listens to our music. You know, many white folks been home and said, "What's what's one of the song? What up, my nigga? This is G, man. I forgot that song." Because they be trying right. to be hip and cool <laughs> and shit, but they yeah, they, they were inside around a black, the house, a black they, person. Yeah, because they they know it would be offensive. But the thing is. They're, they're hooked on it now, you know, because they love, what, you know, what we do. They love it. Like, like my thing is, it's like Tupac said, he said, because they try to ask someone, isn't that offensive to your own people? He said, well, when I say nigga, that's my homies. Those my brothers. Those my niggas. He said, you never hear me say niggers. He said, no. He said, that's racist to me. You know what I mean? So... I, I- 
I also think that, like, you know, even with the N-word, um, like they say, look, you, you won't catch hunkies on a Monday, whatever he said, number one on the radio, but you'll catch niggas in Paris on the radio. But I also think that's because black people don't control their own narrative. It got to the point where now if, if you go back, like if I could go back in time on my time machine, whatever, and I could make a change in um, black culture, what I would do is keep hip hop, but I would make all the labels black owned because a lot of um, the messages that are being spread out there throughout music are not from black owned labels. They're from white owned Jewish companies and, and, and mm-hmm. people that, that, that they tell their artists, no, nah, you, you can't, you can't make that, that song about educating the youth about STDs and, and, uh, and protecting your shit while you're having sex. No, make that song about smacking a bitch and, and um and killing somebody and, and and sipping that syrup whatever whatever like doing drugs and shit and you see that now and um in hip hop most of the songs the top number one songs got something to do with either sex drugs um money uh, money materialistic things shit that has nothing to do with being progressive and and it's really like and if you really think about it it's really only like two or three top lyricists that can get their message across. Cause it's like what you call, um, I was looking at this interview and I'm gonna compare this to, I can't remember it. It was on a breakfast club. Uh, one of the comedians said, if you notice in Hollywood, it's only one person at a time when it comes to black commu- comedians that have the spotlight. The and yeah, then when they right fall right. off, then the next person come. It's never two, three, four black comedians on top at one time. And then when you look at hip hop, that's how I feel about the lyricists. Because if you really look at the best lyricists that actually spread a conscious message in the in this in a certain way, the best lyricists is literally like J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar. They're the top of the hill when it comes to lyrical conscious music. But you're not gonna have 15, 20 top lyrical conscious artists on top of the billboards at one time spreading a message because they don't want that to happen. Meanwhile, talent-wise around the United States, you probably got a nigga that's better, that's way better than J. Cole out there, that's way better than Kendrick out there, that's at the bottom of the underground map <laughs> because mm-hmm. he can't get that buzz. He's spitting that real shit, but the radios and the labels don't want to hear that shit. No. That's what's in demand. Like Jordan, for example, I think Jordan Lucas. Jordan Lucas. Yeah, Jordan Lucas. Jordan Lucas is nice he, too. He should be up more higher than what he what he ranked at personally. I, like, oh, when I when I first heard Jordan Lucas, I'm like, dude, spit. And then I'm but I'm listening to what he's saying. I'm like, oh shit, oh he got some shit. And I'm like, okay. But thank God for social media because if social media went out, well, you know who Jordan Lucas is. Cause like it, it really is all about controlling the narrative. Like if if black people, black people for real, for real, we be influenced too when we hear all this stuff. Like like you could mm-hmm. just you could just uh you could just see when we you can walk down the the street and somebody be like you you'll just hear somebody I shot that nigga back back no 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 whatever they saying whatever and they be doing the hand movements looking stupid and shit like that. Yeah, it gets you hyped though. Yeah, yeah. Like they put look, look, they put a dope beat, a dope. If you get a dope beat that people can rock vibe to, 
most likely they're not gonna give a shit what you're saying. Cause that's what half the music I listen to now and I hear. That's why I always listen to 90s era hip hop and everything before that in the early 2000s and shit. But most of the shit that you hear now, that's all it is. And you know, it's fucking poison to be honest with you. It's horrible. And, and like look, because I don't even like, know what the I fuck they be saying. <laughs> If you if black if black people own more record labels, because it's not, like we probably have a good amount of black record owned like record labels owned, but it's not a, a it's probably not a majority, like it's not a, a lot to where it's gonna overtake the narrative. Like if all these rappers be like, you know what, we buying out our contracts, we getting our uh we getting our, our masters publishing and we just gonna put and we're gonna start these labels and no matter what they do, we still gonna build it. If they try to do something to destroy it, we still gonna build it and we're gonna build it piece by piece by piece by piece. I bet you the message probably in like five to ten years will start changing. You'll probably hear something like you wouldn't even hear it on the right owned station, you'll hear it on the black owned radio station or something. You'll hear somebody talking about rapping about. Uh, relationships or rapping about financial shit and it might not catch on but then you will hear it like and you the next generation will be like yo that that shit crazy that that beat crazy but what he talk he talking about that financial shit he talking about yo and like because we can't control what's put on them on a on the radio unless we buy the shit if you really look at it, all the Black-owned labels always put out, like, the, the best Black-owned label that was ever owned was Motown Records. And when you look at, back at their records, their records was talking about having a good time, love, loving your woman, loving your man, uh, building all this shit. They had their sad songs, too, where a nigga might have fucked up and did something, and he was begging his girl and shit, please come mm-hmm. back to me and shit. And come it was the same... Me, and and, and it was... You. And and it was the same. It was like even the same for the women. You had women t- like damn near crying, apologizing on songs for doing something like it could have been a song where where a woman was apologizing and shit because she made a mistake and and closed the door on somebody's toe and hurt them. I'm sorry, baby. I closed the door. You know we don't have shit like that no more. But like I know people say it's the oldies and shit. But it just goes to show you when you have a Black-owned label that's truly Black-owned, the messages that can come out that label versus when you have these white Jew-owned labels that are, Mm -hmm. they just want money. They like playing into where we come from, where we live, exploiting the youth, exploiting the Black minds and stuff and spreading this crazy shit all around the world. No, that's true. That's true. And, And you know what the big issue is? Is that um, us as black folks, or, or like you said, we had good Motown records. They're not willing to stand up against that shit. They're not willing to change the narrative. You know what I mean? They're not. Because the money we, controls we, yeah, them. The, 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 yeah, because when you see them big checks, like, okay, I, a lot of people going to look at well, I don't want to stand against, against this shit because I'm mean, missing out on millions. But the crazy thing I mean, is, is like people, people not really getting like it's only really like like out of a hundred percent artists, R and B and 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 hip hop artists, it's not a big percentage of hip hop and R and B artists getting major money. It's really only like a five to seven percent artists who know their business. They eventually get get the money they get, like. 
most of like the record labels be designed to like really stranglehold the artists, keep them in depth and shit like that. And these rappers be rapping like they getting it because that's their persona. But if you really look at their finances, you'll probably see a nigga. Yeah, you'll probably see a nigga like, damn, dog, you owe 300,000? Like, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, dog, I ain't ain't paid my taxes last year. Like, yeah. And it's like, it's it's really like, and then it's like, they be having it to, now it's a little better because you can use streaming to get money and everything. It's more an independent ground. People, trying to be independent but like it's like if you like independent you might not you'll have the money and you'll be free but you might not get the recognition you deserve as a major label would and like you see all these artists be complaining about these major labels fucking their contracts up megan the stallion she sued she's suing her label she's saying she's famous but she's not rich she sound like she got a tlc type contract yeah and <laughs> the thing about it like. is like if you, I think, like, if I was a, a talented artist, and even 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 with this podcast and shit, if somebody was to try to pick up this show, whatever, right, before anything happens, before you sign anything, if, if that contract 200 pages long, you need to read every word of that shit. You, you got to contact, you're going to have, first of all, you're going to have to get a lawyer. Don't get a lawyer that's sponsored by their company get a lawyer that you pay so they can go over the contract and they can be like, mm-hmm. all right, look, I read all 200 pages of this contract. I know you read it too, but I might understand a little stuff more. So here's what you will basically be getting this. They will be paying for this. Meanwhile, you got to pay for that. You got to pay for that. And if you, if they do this, then you're going to owe them that this is how it's all going to break down when the royalties and proceeds, you know, generating stuff. You're going to have this. They're going to have that. Do you think it's cool? And then that's when you be like, I don't mind being on the contract, but it's certain stuff that got to be modified so that I can Mm -hmm. benefit. And then if the, if the company not willing to work with you or benefit, then it's like, all right, well, you know what? I don't, I don't need to do that deal, but people be jumping straight doing the deals. And then next thing you know, Five years later, after two, three albums drop, these motherfuckers damn near a million dollars in debt to the, the record label. Or yeah, whatever like long, contract uh, they signed. It's like a uh, high-end uh, loan shark. <laughs> and then, honestly, I really think this will be a thing. You know, I really think that um, eventually, because I always said well, this is never gonna happen because I'm never gonna be an artist. But if I was an artist, I would only sign a one a one album deal. Every deal I sign would be for one album. I'm not going more than one album because sometimes, like you know, you can be buzzing and sign a five album deal. But the thing about it is, by the time your second album dropped, if you was hot, your buzz might be at its peak, and then you might be going downhill from your second album. Like after, after your second album, you just be like, eh, and then they go downhill, downhill, downhill. Like, so like why why keep reing up? Why re-up? Why why sign a five to seven album deal when by your second, third album, you might be ass. People are like, oh he old news. He had like three hits and it was done. And then you still owe the record company the fucking albums. 
And meanwhile, you can't generate what you really want to generate because your buzz not there. So, I mean, a little sidebar topic. We talking about record labels Man. and shit. <laughs> see, see, though, if, if, if I'm an artist, I'm a stick to independent. I might work on a distribution distribution deal. But that's about it. They and be that's frowning why on I, these independent artists, I, too. Yeah. Um, that's like, uh, like I always tell you all the time. You always hear me say, like, yo. A lot of people don't give Master P props for how he maneuvered. Like, yo, the way Master P moves, how the moves he make and, and what he do, mm-hmm. dude, dude's a fucking genius. Like, he, he literally is. He helped mm-hmm. a lot of artists out in yeah. a lot of ways. He ain't do no snake shit, no none of that. Like, he literally did a lot of good shit in hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they don't give they don't give Master P enough credit for what he accomplished, what he what he does, and everything. People try to say he broke, yo, Master P ain't broke, and I'm gonna tell you that right off the bat. I said, man, I, I can't I tell say any nigga time. broke that got way more money than me. Like, my well, yeah, brother, that's another thing if, if I if I can be Master P broke, I would take it. What yeah, master? master P, what master oh, P broke? Okay, yeah, master sure. P is wealthy. It's difference between being wealthy broke. Wealthy broke is like, man, I'm still worth three hundred million, but I lost a hundred. Fuck, a hundred million. Fuck, like that. That's wealthy broke. You just lost a hundred million, but you still got three hundred million net worth. You look, man. I would trade being my regular broke to being master P's broke. Because Master P's broke will last you generations. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's true. And Master P ain't really broke. <laughs> I mean, but people nah, can say I, I, shit, I, I, but I, I, how can yeah, you say Master P broke? And, and then it's like, why why focus on other people's finances at the end of the day? You should be worried about uh, who said yeah. Master P was broke. Uh, it was uh, it was the uh, whack guy, the whack guy, the whack, whack man. Whack. Yeah, whack 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 one hundred. That guy. This bull whack one hundred man. I, you know, just from what I see, um, he just like he probably do know a lot in the game. So I'm not gonna take that from him, but it's like he just talk. Too it seems like he just instigate and gossip too much. And it's like when when you first hear him, you, you first hear him talking about this stuff, you're like, oh, okay. And but after a while, it gets to a point where dog, why you just keep talking about everybody else's situation? Like it comes off as he he's like trying to stay relevant or anything like or whatever like and I don't dislike the dude or anything I just know that he just keep talking like it gets to point where it's like it's annoying like bro you keep talking 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 about other people's situation what are you doing like I, I don't know but what you what you call we gonna go to this I'm a um. This last topic gonna be the the last mm-hmm. topic. I think we've been on here for about uh, close to two hours, probably longer than the last podcast. But we're gonna go to this last topic and then wrap it up. Uh, let me share the screen though. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was. Nope, that's not it. I was wondering if I could say the yeah, I, I'm not gonna too. lie, yo. You gotta watch British comics, yo. This shit is so funny, man. <laughs> All right, let's look at this draw. Uh, it says Luke 17, 21. You know, the little beginning, neither, blah, blah, blah. The kingdom of God is within you. Your Bible is literally telling you 
that Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is within you. That sounds a lot similar to spirituality and how motherfuckers that are spiritual say that everything is within you. So stop looking outside of yourself for the shit that's within you. And it's saying it in your fucking Bible. Sound like a piece of the truth to me because y'all looking outside of yourselves for things that you can't find on the outside. Going to church and all this other shit is not going to do for you. You know why? Because what does Jesus say, class? The kingdom of heaven is within you. I myself, I used to be a Christian. I read that motherfucking book like it was a Harry Potter book, okay? So I know what the fuck I'm talking about. It seems to me that a lot of y'all haven't read that book. Why y'all want to talk about motherfuckers don't do their research? Bitch, you're not researching what the fuck you so-called believe in. You haven't done any fucking research because if you had done any research and you were a true believer or whatever the fuck, you would understand that some of that shit in that fucking book, in the, in the fucking dusty-ass religion period, is not making sense. Because we're talking about Jesus and his teachers. Let's go ahead and speak more on Jesus and who the fuck he is because he's not your fucking saint. And I'm about to tell you why. Go ahead and get some of the facts out the window. That you black Christians, especially y'all, just eat this shit up. Jesus was black. Okay, okay, I'll give you that. He's black. It says it in your Bible. You can go and read that. I'm sure y'all done read that one a million times. If 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 anything, y'all done read that shit. It said his skin was, you know, bronze and some shit like that, which isn't wrong. But let's dig. Who is this man right here that you might ask of? Caesar Borgia or however the fuck you say that. This right here is the motherfucker you're worshiping. This is your Jesus. And it looks to me just like the one that they try to tell you. You know, the depiction of the white man or whatever. That looked like him. Hmm. Wonder why. This man right here is a pedophile and a fucking homosexual. This is your Jesus right here. You can go do some research on this man if you want to, but this is exactly where they got that from. Well, let's spit some facts about Jesus. For one, he clearly seemed to be a fucking witch. Now, I'm going to tell you why you're probably going to deny that and say, oh my gosh, no, he wasn't a witch. I'm going to tell you why he was. This motherfucker was turning water into wine. He was walking on water, bringing people from the dead. So anything about that man, Jesus, is that he taught people to go within. In other words, he was teaching them how to open their third eye and teaching them all of these things, and that's why they killed his ass. Jesus is not your savior. He was not some white man. He was a black, normal motherfucker that was teaching people shit, and that's why they killed him. His story was not meant to be worshipped. He was not meant to be this person that you just... You know, that's your worship. That's that's not what that was supposed to be. Story was stolen. That man's story was stolen. Okay, so this is the second scripture that I was Ooh, she spit some hot fire. <laughs> she had me in the beginning, middle, the end little fell off just a little bit, but overall, I agree with what she said. Um that goes back to what I said about my mom. Like, you know, basically, you'll find it within yourself, basically. I'm not going to force no religion on you, so that's true. Um, the path to, uh, you know, to the kingdom and all that. Well, so I would think. Um, now, she called Jesus a motherfucker, like, I don't know, like three times. She said, this motherfucker here? He wasn't this. He was this. He was, uh, I'd start cracking up. But, um... She's right. Now, yeah, the story might have been stolen. I don't know about that part. And I guess she's basically, was she basically saying that, um, was that Jesus uh, wasn't the son of God, as as they say? She said he was, he was just a regular person teaching you shit? Yeah, I've, I've searched um, this up before, and um... I was telling you this earlier when we was talking like uh earlier this week. Um if you gotta if you really want to search up the origins of the Christian re uh religion, 
you had to search up the Council of Nicaea. Um, they didn't have a face behind Jesus. Uh, and they, I think they, what happened was people started like doubting the religion and stuff. So they had to come up with a face behind Jesus of who Jesus was and stuff. And the guy that she mentioned, um, Caesar Bajoria or some shit like that. Um, that was his lover. That was his he, gay he lover. Was, he was, he was, he was, he was the face of, um, he, he was basically the face of Jesus Christ. Even if you search up some, some Jesus photos right now, like, let me, let me, you know, let me see, let me put it to the test real quick. I'm going to share the screen real quick, just for a quick second. Um, but I'm going to go here, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and let me search up Jesus. And you see the, the photos of them. We go to images. You see all these images of them and the images that they kind of use, don't they kind of look like that guy that um, she showed? No, yeah, that's true. Um, I knew about that when I was a kid. Uh, my stepfather told me, he said, yeah. He said, and then I researched it myself. They made Jesus. Yeah, the guy that drew him, that was his, his, his lover. That was it. So he drew him in the image of his lover. And the thing about it is like, um, for the black community, we raised, we've been raised up on um, Jesus and Christianity, or um, being a Jehovah Witness or something like that. But a lot of things we don't do is we don't really read like the whole Bible, or we don't really research the history behind certain stuff. Like uh, I believe um, there is a God. I believe that there is somebody that created this universe and stuff like that. I'm sketchy on necessarily believing if it was like a true guy named Jesus that walked earth, but I do believe it in a God and stuff like that, because it's like when you search more and you look at the history and stuff like that, um, even when we came to this, this, this land, America, whatever, we was never Christians or follow Western religion we we lived under the sun we worshiped the sun and stuff like that we saw the sun as the ultimate form of life which it is because in this world if the sun is not there nothing lives yeah. nothing like, lives right so um it's it's kind of like and then when you see all the stuff that like you you want to know the, the most confusing part about religion is because mm -hmm. If you really like look at the Bible and the book of Revelations and stuff like that, it will say that all this stuff is going to happen and everything. But then it'll, it'll, it'll also say in the Bible certain stuff like that, like they gave like they said in the Bible that, you know, slaves had to obey their earthly masters. Uh, I can't remember. It was also one scripture that seemed like it was uh, condoning rape um it's just a lot of stuff that was written that people don't really break it down in the context they automatically assume that since it's in the bible it's right but if you really read the book not from a i'm trying to be closer to jesus perspective or i'm trying to be a the devote in my faith whatever and read it and 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 put your logical sense on stuff you'll probably find a lot of shit that you're like what what the fuck did he say that? Like, what? I'm supposed to do that? And um, because people, what people do is they they go into the Bible and they get the verses that are um 
best suited for what they think. And, you know, I, I won't lie, I'm guilty of doing that, especially when I was on my whole marijuana thing and shit, and I was breaking down what the Bible said about the herbs and shit and stuff like that. And even though, you know, the Bible does give us right over all things on earth, including the plants and the trees, uh, but like people do that they basically like go to the bible and when they want to um convey something they'll look at the verse like this is what he said this is what he said but then when they see a verse that's in the bible that don't sound right they try to be like they try to make it seem like well it's in the bible it's right knowing it's wrong and this is what jesus says so you gotta do it like it's, it's just confusing like religion has become real confusing in today's world like well, you know, see, that's the thing. And, and people get offended when you ask questions because yeah. you, 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 want, you want a better understanding of certain things and you realize that, you know, the shit just don't make sense. You're telling me, I, I get you're like a whole religious person and everything, but I got questions about this, got that, you, you know what I mean? Like this, it doesn't make sense. And, you know, people get offended by it and they automatically dismiss. You know, and that's a big issue with religion. That's one of the reasons why I'm not religious at all. You know, it's because like, you know, you question it, you got a whole, you got a whole little war about to start over that. And then like, it's and like, you there, know, there were wars start over that, over beliefs and shit. You should, so you should question, you should question everything you read and stuff, especially when you know that, the Bible wasn't written by God himself. It was written by man. Um, and then it's like, you know, we, we, we have to have faith to believe in a God or Jesus, right? Because mm -hmm. truth be told, when we die, we, well, in, until we die, we're not going to know for sure if it's, if it's really a heaven or hell, if it's really a God or Jesus we go by faith and we go by the visions that we see in the world of how they portray Jesus. But meanwhile, we've never seen Jesus. Uh, and we, and there's no physical evidence that he actually walked this earth, which is so fucking confusing because it's like, you're telling people he, he risen, you know, you say, Oh, he risen and everything like that. And, um, he's walked this earth and stuff. Meanwhile, we don't got no logs, we don't got no 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 tombstone saying nothing. We don't got no doctor's appointments, <laughs> no nothing. So it's hard to like. I don't even think they had doctor's appointments. Right? Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. They ain't saying that that he. <laughs> he said doctor's appointment. Saying he he walked on water. There's plenty of Jesus that had. There's plenty of Jesus that had doctor's appointment. You got Jesus, another and guy, like, Jesus. <laughs> by no means, like I'm not no on no. Cause some people just like straight up like atheists, like they don't believe in shit. I do believe it was a God that created this earth. But my thing is, do I believe he actually had a son? That's my only thing. Like, like I believe in God, but do I believe he actually had a son? Like that's the hardest thing because you don't know. And like, you know, if I die today or tomorrow, or whatever, and he he actually does exist. I will hope that God don't hold that against me. Well, they say but, <laughs> that they they say that there's proof that the great flood existed. 
Noah's Ark and stuff like that. Yeah. It said there's proof, if I'm not mistaken, I may be wrong, but I watched this video and I read it before, and I think they said that, you know, there's proof that the flood did happen. I don't know how true that is, but that's what I read. And the thing is, you're not going to find evidence that Jesus, if he, if he was dead and he arisen, you're not going to find nobody because the body's not there no more. You're not going to have evidence of him walking this earth or anything. Then you got to realize, too, a lot of, um, it's recognized all over the world. Some of it wasn't forced, some was forced, but it was talked about, Jesus has been talked about like forever. And uh, do I think the person existed? Yeah, I think so. Honestly, I think so. And you because wanna... that's like, because the thing about this, um, and that's like all the great things Martin Luther King did, right? Imagine 3,000 years later, stuff like that. And they're trying to say, oh, he never existed. Or it's a myth that he was killed, like, you know, and all mm -hmm. the other stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going to raise from the grave, like, motherfucker, I was yeah. here. Like, no, I wasn't even here. Like, like, yeah, Martin yeah. King going to raise, you know what I mean? So. But it's I mean, physical proof that he's existed. Yeah, you know why? Because proof. Yeah, he has a bloodline. He has daughters and sons that are still living that carry on his legacy. And then them, they have grandchildren. Like his bloodline is solidified. Like I've never met Jesus's niece, uh, Jesus's uncle, or Jesus's grandpa. Like, <laughs> so. Well, shit, you gotta remember um, everything in the Bible don't make sense. That's true. Um, Mary was a virgin. Mary, yeah, Mary was a virgin and had Mary a, a virgin. But biology tells us that how can Mary be a virgin if she has AIDS? She that's like <laughs> I and I don't think there's anybody in the world that has just like no any woman besides Mary, we're gonna say besides Mary, because the Bible says she has a immaculate conception, but there's no woman in the world that has ever given birth without being fertilized with a man's seed. So I, I don't know, but you want to know something? I think that. I mean, this, I don't know. Adam, look, Adam was. You know what would make right? religion, uh, more believable and people really, um, I think, not even be questioning stuff if they never gave Jesus a face. If they never gave Jesus a face, then people would like. Because the thing that, that's very suspect and suspicious is that you say Jesus is real and we know that nobody has, from our time, nobody has ever seen him. And we going by what the book is saying, but you gave him a white face. So you gave him a white face and everybody, as the dictionary is so, associates white with pureness and freeness and stuff like that. So why he got to have a white face? Why he can't just be blank? Like, why when you, all these pictures we see of Jesus on the internet, why can't he just have a blank face? 
Like, there are some. There, there are some that do. And um, here's the thing. This is, this is how you can tell people are retarded. Though. You, you, I never, I never believed Jesus was white. And when I actually read the Bible and how they described him, yeah. and I looked at the picture when I was black. a kid. I said, I'm looking to the left like fuck is up there like what is that <laughs> you know what I mean? i'm like what is that and um you know history i put it this this is this is what i honestly believe truth is out there mm-hmm. it's just buried it's buried beneath wars uh stealing thieves and all there there is a lot of things that are missing out of the Bible that belong in the Bible. Um, there's a lot of things in history in general that's covered up and sealed that we probably won't in this lifetime, we'll probably never see. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, it's not to knock anybody's beliefs or anything, but yeah, you're always going to have questions about it. And you, and you always point out a certain fact, like, hold on, man, that shit don't make no sense. Like even remember back in the day, uh, in the Bible, what what's that link I sent before? You give a prostitute a loaf of bread and you good. <laughs> I said, yeah, a loaf of bread for a prostitute. Yeah, a loaf of bread for a prostitute. Say what the fuck? Like it's so crazy. Yo, back in the yo, it's so crazy shit that you'll just be like, what? Like you wouldn't believe it, but um, you have to be willing. To hear it out, accept it, and everything else. You know what I'm saying? What's that? Is that your oh. That's my watch somewhere going off. It has an alarm. Man, fuck it's, that motherfucker. Turn that shit off. Shit sounding like a bomb and shit. I'm up here thinking your house about to explode. I'm Nick. No. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, uh, nah. That that watch is when I worked with TSA. That was my alarm to wake up when I had to go to work at four o'clock in the damn morning. So, you know what I mean? But I think, and ironically, that, it really did work. It really did wake me up, though. I can't have a, a watch like that. Probably wouldn't make, wake me up. So, but I think, um, I think we we covered a lot for tonight. We definitely did. In a little two-hour span, this was—I feel like this was one of the more um, serious type podcasts. Yeah, it was serious. It, it was serious. Uh, I, and, 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 and truth be told, it's serious because we got a lot of uh, uncertainty out there right now. You know, yeah. it really is because people people still don't understand and grasp that yo, um, what happens around the world affects us rather directly or indirectly it's going to affect us but also like you said earlier and I'm, I'm glad you said it we are all human beings no matter the color of our skins we're all human we share that bond with everyone yes, you know do. what I mean so it's it's just fucking it's sad you know it's sad like we we what so far in our lifetime how many wars we done witnessed well, in my lifetime, I, I would say this is the first one. I didn't really. Well, I mean, if you want to consider the war on, on terrorism, then 
Yeah, you um, gotta consider it. Yeah, the, but I never really considered fighting, that a war. Killing, I just think shooting. that the, the the U.S. did what they did. Mm-hmm. I, I, I that wasn't a war. Like I don't know, but I mean, I don't know. You basically calling you calling it like the Vietnam job. <laughs> that shit was like slaughter. Like, but I mean, yeah, like you were saying, uh, you know, we like like I said earlier, we all are humans. You're all under the human race at the end of the day. So, you know, I feel like you have to be a sick individual to not feel some type of way. I feel like the people that's running for shelter or trying to protect their families are uh, deserving of that. Um, war is war and war is bad. Like, um, I'm not like, I understand, like, I'm not. My thing is like I don't want war, but I understand why they happen. And sometimes you can't you can't prevent it, but um, with these people, you know, you just feel for them. And I hope that the people over in Ukraine, um, I hope that they um, they get through it, and I hope that they are able to protect their families. And I hope that you know uh, God is with them and and protecting them while they're going through this. And I know it's probably people that's in Russia that don't agree with what Russia is doing as well. And uh, mm-hmm. oh, it's a lot that, that, yeah, they said they was protesting over there and people was getting arrested. I hope that they can get the message through to Russia and hopefully that Russia stops what they're doing because uh, war is bad. And um, that's really all I gotta say, you know. Um, I would say that you know, um, it's the Black Frequency podcast, you know, subscribe to my, my YouTube page, uh, Spotify, my SoundCloud. Stitcher, Apple's iTunes. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Black Frequency Podcast 2020. Um, and then, you know, just follow and subscribe. You know, I'm going to get off and going to keep providing y'all with more content and stuff. Uh, I know I was on hi- hiatus for two months. So the people that tuned in regularly, I'm sorry for that. But we getting it started again. And it's going to be episodes every week from here on out. So, um, yeah, um, got my co host, Nick Bean. Nick. A.K. Espinosa Harris. Uh, you got anything to say before we tune out? And my ice cube voice. Yay, yay. <laughs> we out. All right, we out. Black Frequency Podcast. Subscribe and follow. What you going to do with it? Pull the blue with it. Spin it all around to the ground. Cook through it. Drop it like it's hot. If you like easy, then I got it on the block. It's no cash. The ground is on the block. If you fire it in the pilot on my block. What you going to do with it? Pull the blue with it. Spin it all around to the ground. Cook through it. Yeah, this is my song now. Yeah, this is my song now.